friend, welcome to Brilliant Business Moms, a podcast all about helping brilliant women just like you to build a business on the side while spending time with their families. I'm your host, Beth Ann Schwamberger, and we're going to have a great time together. Let's get started. Hey friend, so this episode is going to be another solo episode with me, Beth Ann, and it's based on so many fabulous questions that we got via our audience survey, and this one is all about how do I manage my time? How do I have a newborn baby at home, a six-year-old at home, I'm a military spouse, and how am I doing all of that and running Brilliant Business Moms? How, how do I do it? I love this one question I got. It was worded just like this. Can it be done? Three question marks. Mother and businesswoman. Three more question marks. And my, my answer to that is yes. Yes, it can be done. You can be a mom and a businesswoman, but it does take some finessing and and being really creative. I have to say too, I got a lot of questions on people's specific life circumstances. So, you know, people were writing in saying, how can I do this with a full-time job and build a business on the side? Or how can I do this while I'm homeschooling my kids full-time? And I'm gonna be honest with you, I have never been in either of those situations while growing my business. So I do not want to pretend that I have any expertise on answering that particular particular question. I have, you know, time management things that work for me, tools and tips that work for me, and that's what I'm excited to share today, but I feel like it would be really glossing over your specific life circumstance to it all act like I can speak into those of you who are working full-time. And hopefully at some point, I think it'd be amazing to bring some ladies onto the podcast who have expertise in those life circumstances. But in the meantime, hopefully hearing from me and hearing a few of the ways that I manage life with a newborn at home in particular will maybe spark some ideas for you or you'll at least get a few new tools that you could attempt to use in your business as well. So uh, I love this other question I got, which was how do you get sleep? (laughs) And another one was like, how are you doing everything you're doing? And okay, to to that question, I first off want to say, I think you don't realize that I'm doing a lot less than it appears that I'm doing. And again, that goes back to having a team. So I have three ladies, Ellen, Carly, and Victoria, who work quite a few hours every single week in my business. I mean, they're what I call my team. And, you know, we've talked about them in other podcast episodes. So you can listen into those and get more insight on that. But they do a lot of what you see, a lot of the front-facing Brilliant Business Moms content that you see, they are putting it out there. They write blog posts for me now because they're behind the scenes, you know, editing my courses and listening to the podcast. And so they have gotten all sorts of expertise from being such vital parts of my business. And so they can write blog posts about Pinterest or webinars or Facebook ads or a new tech tool we're using, and they do it so, so well. So 
there's that. They also are writing a lot of the weekly emails that are going out to you guys. So again, they're writing with, a, you know, our collective voice in mind. But, you know, that's why you may have noticed that our emails are signed Bethann and the Brilliant Business Moms team. So it's not just me anymore. It's the whole team that you're hearing from. They are managing my Facebook groups. They are the ones in there on a regular basis answering questions and then passing along the more complicated ones to me. And they are posting on social media for me. And again, they're generally using their voice. I, I never want you to feel like it's me if it's not me, but that's why so much of what we do, we say, hey, it's the team. This is from the team. And that frees me up to do the things that only I can do, which, you know, right now is podcast interviews and these solo podcast episodes. It's creating really great course content and training. It's doing group coaching calls for my students. It's developing and designing new products. Like my hand is very, very much into all of the planner design. And I'm so excited for some of the new planning and time management products that we'll be developing in the next couple of years. And then my hand is very much part of all of the big picture strategy and growth for Brilliant Business Moms. Like, where are we going next? For example, the the community survey that we did, I mean, I was making sure every single question was exactly what I wanted it to be so that we got the feedback that I wanted to get from you all. And then I will be the main driver of what projects we tackle next, what content we create next, what ways we continue to serve you all the best we possibly can. So I would say the very, very main role that I have in the business is just big picture, growth, moving forward, how best to serve our audience. Those are the things that I do. So with that, I would say, I know not all of you are in a place to have a team, but if you can hire help for even just a few hours a week, I think you'll be amazed at what that could do for your business. It'll free you up to do what you do best. And I, I think you'll be amazed at how much more quickly you can grow by doing that. So I want you to have, I guess, a growth mindset and not this narrow penny pinching, keeping as many dollars in as you can mindset because I personally feel like it's much harder to grow when that's your mindset. And I personally feel that long-term, you are going to be a healthier, happier person and a better leader of your business when you forego some of your paycheck and hire help instead. I'm not saying you have to forego your whole paycheck. I mean, I, I do take home a paycheck from the business, but it's probably not nearly as big as a lot of you might assume it is because I would rather think big picture. I would rather think long term. I would rather keep growing and I would rather enjoy lots of time with my family right now because that's a thing. And, and that's what I said from a lot of you, you're like, how do I balance this? Like, I I don't want to feel guilty about the time I'm spending on my business. I don't want to forego time with my kids and my spouse, my family, my friends. And I agree. I don't want you to forego all of that either. And so again, I, I'm not willing to work f- even 40 hours a week. Like I don't even come close to 40 hours a week because I want more time with my baby, with my little boy, with with Chris. So Okay, so let me tell you, I guess, a little bit about how my work life looks now that I do have a newborn. So the first six weeks after Levi was born, he was born in April, 
I like didn't do anything. I mean, I would like sometimes check in on the emails and maybe spend five minutes a day answering a question from the ladies on my team if they needed that. But I was very, very hands off the first six weeks. And then after that, to be honest, I think I thought I would be off for a lot longer than that. But I really started to get that spark and that excitement and some new ideas. It's amazing how many new ideas come to you when you you have time to relax, right? And just think, which I did. And so I had all these new ideas and I was excited to jump back in and try some different things. And so, well, what did that look like? Because I don't, like Levi's not in any sort of daycare or anything like that. He's primarily home with me. But just this week, and this is, let's see, I'm... I'm recording this episode on June 22nd. So Levi is like two and a half months old. So this is the very first week I've ever had a babysitter for him. And so we have a a wonderful high schooler who is also a neighbor. And so she comes over and she's been watching Holden and Levi for a few hours, a few days this week so that I could primarily record podcast interviews because there are certain things that are, let's be honest, like nearly impossible unless you have childcare. So for me, childcare would be either Chris watching the boys or having a babysitter watching the boys. And part of that is because Levi's got really, really bad reflux. So he can cry all of a sudden on a dime and be inconsolable for quite a bit of time. And we're obviously working through that and trying different strategies. Some days are a lot better than others, but I knew there was no way I was going to have people schedule podcast interviews and then be holding Levi and have him crying and taking up their valuable time in the middle of that interview. You know, that that just didn't seem right or fair at all. So I have a babysitter for those podcast interviews. But, you know, a lot of the solo podcast episodes that I record I record while I'm holding him and he's sitting right on my lap and then I just kind of pause if he gets fussy and then my fabulous podcast editor Sarah just edits out the fussiness (laughs) so that works for me same thing with recording like a new tutorial video or I record videos all the time screencast videos for my team to tell them what I want and that's another tip I have for you I personally find it much much faster and easier to just do a little screencast recording for 10 minutes and send that over than to try to bullet point out an email where I feel like it's going to take 30 minutes of brain power and the message still isn't going to be as clear. So I do that a lot. You can use like Screencast-O-Matic or I've got Lightcam HD. I use Camtasia for like my fancier course videos, but there are lots of like free or super cheap options to go do that. So that's worked really well. The other thing that I will use a babysitter for or I work around Chris's schedule for is group coaching calls for my students. So my Pinterest students and my Facebook course students, again, their time is really valuable. They've spent good money on my courses. I don't feel like it's fair for me to have Levi sitting there on my lap, potentially crying for 20 minutes at a stretch and they're all just like, okay, (laughs) right? Like that's that's not fair at all. And so what I've been doing lately is planning those calls for Saturday mornings, which Again, it's not ideal. It's not... It's not the perfect solution, but it works for us right now because Levi's so little. Before Levi was here, Holden, he's in full-time all-day school. His kindergarten was all-day kindergarten, so I could easily find plenty of time during the week to schedule any sort of those calls where I needed a totally child-free type of environment. 
But now again, it's just getting creative with Chris and, you know, trying to plan around his work schedule and things like that. Some other ways that I manage the business with a newborn is I'm I'm breastfeeding Levi and so I clearly have a lot of quiet time where I'm just sitting and feeding him. I mean, he still eats a ton. And so what I do during that time is I'll have my phone with me. I mean, honestly, you guys, we live in the best time ever. The fact that we have smartphones that I can answer emails so easily on the go, it's amazing. So I'll answer emails while I'm feeding him. A lot of times too, I will use Google Keep. I love the Google Keep app because I can literally just hit the mic button and do a voice recording. So like if I have a new task for Carly or Ellen, whatever the case is, or some feedback on something, I can hop on, hit the microphone, do a couple minute recording for them. And again, it only takes one hand to do that instead of two hands to type out an email. And so that makes it super, super easy for me to stay in touch with them and keep leading the team forward. Now I gotta say, a lot of the workflow for me, I I fully realize it looks completely different because I have a team. If I was still a solopreneur, balancing, like having any sort of life balance with a newborn, I think would be really, really tricky. But I was really intentional in the fact that I built out my team and planned far ahead for maternity leave and my new life with Levi. And I'm so, so glad that I did. But again, I think for any of you out there, even if you don't have help, it's really just that idea of working in the margins, like literally working in little five minute increments. You, I mean, let's just be honest. If you have a baby at home, you're generally not going to have those hard start and stop work times unless you hire a babysitter here and there. You're going to work five minutes here and five minutes there. And so just having a way to organize your thoughts and your ideas is fabulous. So I also use Google Keep. I put some bulleted things in there. I also love Wonderlist. I've been using Wonderlist as my to-do list app on my phone because for me, I now work all over the place. I used to pretty much just work in my office and I had my brilliant life planner by my side and it was perfect. I loved it. But now I'm working all over the place. I'm working five minutes here, five minutes there, and and things are way more fluid. And so my phone is kind of my new office. So again, it's it's really it's being creative. And and I'm gonna be totally honest. Like I love time blocking and I love those hard starts and stops to our lives. And I think if at all possible, you should use some sort of time blocking system to gain that balance because having like that hard stop at the end of the day to say I'm done with work and now it's family time is amazing. And that's exactly what I used to do before Levi was here. But again, I just, you got to get creative sometimes, right? So I guess I'm just giving you permission that if you've got really little littles and you don't have the resources to have hard starts and hard stops, like that's okay. Give yourself grace and just do what you can in terms of like hardcore computer work, right? Because we have that. Well, again, sometimes that's with Levi on my lap and it still may be only 15 minutes of really good work and then he's 
fussy again, right? And Holden, for example, he's six years old. So I can easily tell him like, hey buddy, it's time to have some playtime in your room and I'm gonna be in the office, you know, which is like two doors down the hall if you need me. And he does such a great job with that. So if you have kids, I would say from like four years on for sure. And even before that, I guess before that, they're hopefully giving you a good nap in the afternoon. I know Holden was a great napper (laughs) for me through three years old. And so that was when I worked a lot when he was home with me. But four and older, you know, build in that quiet time. It's awesome for your kids to have quiet playtime. You'll be amazed at like the creative things they come up with on their own when you're not there. Because I find with Holden, like when I'm there, it's almost like he's playing to an audience and he like sometimes wants me to lead the play in a way. And it's like, no, 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 you're the kid. Like this is your time to shine. Like you get to do what you want to do. You get to call the shots. You get to create and imagine and dream up whatever you want. And when he's on his own in his room, all of that amazing stuff happens. And I love it so much. So anyways, I just want to encourage you with that. I also think in terms of how I manage, quote, it all or balance it all, there's a lot of things I just give up. I mean, my team and I were just talking this week about, you know, a certain type of blog post that we had been writing and putting out. And we just said, you know what, like this really isn't resonating with people that much. They don't really seem to care that it's there. It's not really bringing a lot of traffic. So we're just going to drop this particular series. It's just, it's just not worth our time and effort right now. And we are calling constantly evaluating every little bit and piece of the business for, you know, how do we get the most value out of our time? And that's not to say that everything is like, how do we get the most money out of this? No. I mean, the podcast is the perfect example. The podcast, I'm not at all like, how do I get the most revenue out of this? The podcast is totally just Let's provide value. Let's build relationships. Let's connect with our audience. Let's support and encourage and help. But you all have told us time and time again that this is how you love to get value, support, and encouragement. You prefer this much more than blog posts. And so we do try to focus on let's make sure that bare minimum, a podcast episode goes out each week and everything else is icing on the cake. The same thing is true of social media. Like, so we have really, really scaled back social media for us. And I think we're just posting on Facebook like once a day. And my main Brilliant Biz Mom Instagram account, we just kind of post when a new podcast episode is up. And that's mostly it. So again, give yourself permission to not be posting constantly. And I would say if you're in the boat where you're saying, okay, Bethann, but Posting constantly is the only way I'm getting sales in my business. Well, then I would really, really encourage you to focus on building your email list because I think that you'll find over time that's what's going to get you solid, consistent sales in your business that, you know, doesn't require you to be chained to social media nonstop. So I would focus on a list building strategy. And with that, actually, we have a great free resource. It's 20 brilliant opt-in offers that your subscribers will love. So it's just a free ebook giving you so many ideas for like what's that freebie that you could give away to encourage someone to join your email list. 
You can find that free guide at brilliantbusinessmoms.com forward slash brilliant opt-ins. And again, if you look on the site, we've got several tutorials for you on using email service providers and all of that good stuff. But as you build up your email list, I think you'll find, you know what, when you've got a new product to share or something fun going on, a sale, whatever the case is, you can email your list and that's where you're going to see the very biggest results for your business. So again, we focus just kind of on the biggest, most high impact things. And we don't feel any need to post multiple times to Instagram each day or multiple, multiple times on Facebook, that sort of thing. Another thing that I'm finding with my life with Levi is that I work at some crazy hours. So I Levi's getting a lot better at giving me like a six or seven hour stint at night, which is amazing. Like I see, I don't, I don't even know, I guess he's my first newborn. I don't know if at two and a half months old, that's amazing or just average or whatever, but it feels amazing to me. <laughs> like I feel really lucky to have like a six hour stint that I can sleep in. And so some mornings, like when he wakes up at, at five 30 or let's say like and maybe anywhere from 4.30 to 5.30, he wakes up and he wants to eat again. Sometimes even 3.30, I guess. Sometimes after that, after I feed him and then I've got to hold him upright for his reflux, then I'll just stay up. I'll just be like, well, I'm just going to be up for the day. And now, because I know he'll go back to sleep pretty easily after that feed for a couple more hours. And I can use that time to get some solid computer work in. Now, I don't do that every day. So I... I I'm just going to be totally honest. I used to have some great little daily routines for myself. Those are completely out the window, just completely, because Levi doesn't really have a great routine yet. And I personally am not really going to try to put him on any routine until he's at least four months old, because I don't know, everything that I've read, I've tried to look at a bunch of different perspectives, and it seems that that's a more realistic time to to try any sort of a schedule. And until then, I just kind of want to go with what he wants and feel lucky that I can do that and I can be really flexible. But anyways, this whole, you know, waking up and working really early, that's not a routine that I do every day because sleep is really important. And I think I need sleep to be a good leader in my business and to not feel frazzled. And I need sleep to be a good mom and a good wife. And so I'll just do that like every other day at the most, or sometimes like every third day. But anyways, that's just another way that I kind of fit work in where I can. And one thing that I want to note is that if you're struggling, like so struggling to find time to get work in, and let's say you're a stay-at-home mom like me, I almost wonder if maybe you're not super excited about your business and that may be more the problem than the time. Because again, I'm only working... I'd say maybe two hours at the most a day in my business. And it's just teeny little snippets all throughout the day. But like, I love this business so much and it gives me joy and it's, you know, something I'm really passionate about. And so it's super easy for me to find those little pockets because I'm thinking about the business a lot, right? So it's top of mind and I'm able to, to fit things in and losing a little sleep here and there or, you know, giving up a Saturday morning to help my students. Like that's not a huge deal to me because I just love what I'm doing. So, 
yeah, so maybe, I don't know, maybe take a step back and just see, like, do you really love what you're doing or are you like trying to force something and make it work that's not really where your heart is? Because when it, when your heart's in it, it really is easier to find the time. Another way that I've adjusted how I run my business and what I do in my business lately is that I I say no to a lot, a lot of things. So I, am, I do not go on other people's podcasts right now and do interviews. I do not host joint webinars. I do not do, I do not add extra things to my list that would require even more childcare or require even more scheduling, finagling with, you know, Chris and his time. I just say no to those things and focus on what I can do. I also, I'm not part of a lot of group masterminds or even like group programs that I got to be honest, I've seen some group programs come up lately where I'm like, oh my goodness, I would love that. And I would love to connect with these other business owners, but like, I really just can't because Levi would be sitting on my lap during the group program. And I don't think that'd be cool with most of these programs. They just wouldn't love that. And same thing with like conferences. So I was able to do a breakout session at the business boutique conference last year, which was so much fun. But this year I'm just not even like, I have put zero effort into trying to get any sort of speaking opportunities for myself or even just to attend conferences to learn. I just feel like it is not the right time. It would be way too tricky. And so instead, I I have been actually over the past couple of months investing quite a bit more than I normally do in other people's like online courses and training programs. Like so that's how I'm growing. I'm not able to attend conferences, but I can grow uh while I'm feeding Levi, for example. So That's the other thing I'll do besides, you know, do voiceovers on Google Keep or write myself voice messages so I don't forget all my ideas and plans. I will watch course training videos while I'm feeding Levi and that's been really fabulous for growth because again, the more I grow, the more I'm able to focus on the highest impact activities and just say no to a lot of other things that that don't really matter. So, So I guess that's my other bit of advice is, you know, be okay with the season that you're in. It may not be a big conference and traveling season for you. It may not be uh, get interviews on lots of podcasts type of season for you. And that's, that's okay. Do what you can do. Do what works best for you. So hopefully uh, just, I guess, getting a little bit of an inside look at my life with a newborn at home and how I'm doing the work family thing. I hope that it's somewhat helpful to you and you've maybe gotten a few ideas for what's going to work in your business. But I got to be honest, even though I feel like I could could chat about this for quite a bit more, I'm going to have to call this episode quits for now because my babysitter's time is about up. (laughs) And so here we go. This is work-life balance. It's time for me to go get my baby, feed him, and then spend some great quality time with Holden. And so I will talk with you all later. Before you go, I would love it so much if you would take just a minute to leave Brilliant Business Moms a rating and review. You know, it sounds like a silly thing to ask for, but believe it or not, iTunes really looks at those rating and reviews in terms of where they rank our podcasts in search and in different podcast categories. So by simply taking a minute, telling us what you think of the show, it lets other brilliant business moms just like you find our podcast and they get to tune in every week. So you're doing not just us a favor, but you're doing a lot of other fabulous moms just like you a favor too. And of course, now it's your turn to head out there and be brilliant. Brilliant.